Act Five of the Woman's Prize. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Woman's Prize, or the Tamer Tamed, by John Fletcher. Act Five, Scene One. Enter Petronius and Bianca with four papers. Now, whether I deserve that blame you gave me, let all the world discern, sir. If this motion, I mean this fair repentance of my daughter, spring from your good persuasion, as it seems so, I must confess I have spoke too boldly of you, and I repent. The first touch was her own, taken no doubt from disobeying you. The second I put to her, when I told her how good and gentle yet with free contrition again you might be purchased. Loving woman, she heard me, and I thank her thought me worthy observing in this point. Yet all my counsel, and comfort in this case, could not so heal her, but that grief got his share too, and she sickened. I am sorry she is so ill, yet glad her sickness has got so good a ground. Enter Moroso. Here comes Moroso. Oh, you are very welcome. Now you shall know your happiness. I am glad on it. What makes this lady here? A dish for you, sir. You'll thank me for hereafter. True, Moroso. Go, get you in and see your mistress. She is sick, sir, but you may kiss her whole. How? Comfort her. Why am I sent for, sir? Will you in and see? Maybe she needs confession. By St. Mary she shall have absolution, then, and penance but not above her carriage exit moroso get you in fool here comes the other too enter roland and tranio now tranio good even to you too and you are welcome thank you i have a certain daughter would you had sir no doubt you know her well nor never shall sir she is a woman and the ways unto her are like the finding of a certain path after a deep-fallen snow. Well, that's by the by still. This daughter that I tell you of is fallen a little crop-sick, with the dangerous surfeit she took of your affection. Mine, sir. Yes, sir. Or rather, as it seems, repenting. And there she lies within debating on't. Well, sir. I think twere well you would see her. If you please, sir. I am not squeamish of my visitation. But this I'll tell you, she has altered much. You'll find her now another Livia. I have enough of the old, sir. No more fool to look gay babies in your eyes, young Roland, and hang about your pretty neck. I am glad on it, and thank my fates I have escaped such execution. And bust you till you blush again. That's hard, sir. She must kiss me shamefully ere I blush at it. I never was so boyish. Well, what follows? She's mine now as I please to settle her at my command, and where I please to plant her. Only she would take a kind of farewell of you, and give you back a wandering vow or two you left in pawn, and two or three slight oaths she lent you too, she looks for. She shall have em with all my heart, sir, and if you like it better, a free release in writing. That's the matter. And you from her, you shall have another, Roland, and then turn tail to tail, and peace be with you. So be it. Your twenty pounds sweats, Tranio. Twill not undo me, Roland. Do your worst. Come, shall we see her, sir? Whate'er she says, you must bear manly, Roland. 
for her sickness has made her somewhat teetish let her talk till her tongue ache i care not by this hand there hast a handsome face wench and a body daintily mounted now i do feel an hundred running directly from me as i pissed it enter livia discovered a bed and moroso by her pray draw em softly the least hurry sir puts her to much impatience how is't daughter oh very sick very sick yet somewhat better i hope a little light summer because this good man has forgiven me pray set me higher oh my head well done wench father and all good people that shall hear me i have abused this man perniciously was never an old man humbled i have scorned him and called him nasty names i have spit at him flung candles ends in his beard and called him harrow that must be drawn to all he does contemned him for me thought then he was a beastly fellow oh god my side a very beastly fellow and gave it out his cassock was a badge cloth pawned to his predecessor by a sculler the man yet living i gave him purging comforts at a great christening once i spoiled his chamblay breeches and one night i strew the stairs with peas as he passed down and good gentleman well worth me fought even with his reverent head his head of wisdom told two-twenty stairs good and true missed not a step and as we say verbatim fell to the bottom broke his casting bottle lost a fair toadstone of some eighteen shillings jumbled his joints together had two stools and was translated all this villainy i did i livia alone untaught and i unasked forgive it where's bianca here cousin give me drink there who's there roland oh my dissembler you and i must part come nearer sir i am sorry for your sickness be sorry for yourself sir you have wronged me but i forgive you are the papers ready i have em here wilt please you view em yes show them the young man too i know he's willing to shift his sails too tis for his advancement alas we might have been beggared one together we are both young and a world of children might have been left behind to curse our follies we have been undone bianca had we married undone for ever i confess i loved him i care not who shall know it most entirely and once upon my conscience he loved me but farewell that we must be wiser cousin love must not leave us to the world have you done yes and am ready to subscribe pray stay then give me the papers and let me peruse them and so much time as may afford a tear at our last parting pray retire and leave her i'll call ye presently come gentlemen the shower must fall would i had never seen her Exeunt. thou hast done bravely wench pray heaven it proved so there are the other papers when they come begin you first and let the rest subscribe hard by your side give em as little light as drapers do their wares didst mark moroso in what agony he was and how he cried most when i abused him most that was but reason oh what a stinking thief this is though i was but to counterfeit he made me directly sick 
Thames Street to him is a mere pomander. Let him be hanged. Amen. And lie you still, and once more to your business. Call them in. Now, if there be a power that pities lovers, help now and hear my prayers. Enter Petronius, Roland, Tranio, Moroso. Is she ready? She has done her lamentations. Pray, go to her. Roland, come nearer, and before you seal, give me your hand. Take it again. Now kiss me. This is the last acquaintance we shall have. I wish you ever happy. There's the paper. Pray stay a little. Let me never live more, but I do begin to pity this young fellow. How heartily he weeps. There's pen and ink, sir. Even here, I pray you. Tis a little emblem how near you have been to me. There. Your hands, too, as witnesses. By any means, to the book, son. With all my heart. You must deliver it. There, Livia, and a better love light on thee. I can no more. To this you must be witness, too. We will. Do you deliver it now? Pray set me up. There, Roland, all thy old love back, and many a new to come exceeding mine, and be happy. I must no more. Farewell. A long farewell. Exit Roland. Leave her by any means till this wild passion be off her head. Draw all the curtains close. A day hence you may see her. Twill be better. She is now for little company. Pray, tend her. I must a horse straight. You must needs along too, to see my son aboard. Were but his wife as fit for pity as this wench, I were happy. Time must do that too. Fare ye well. To-morrow you shall receive a wife to quit your sorrow. Exeunt. Scene two. Enter Jaques, Pedro, and Porters, with chest and hampers. Bring em away, sirs. Must the great trunks go too? Yes, and the hampers. Nay, be speedy, masters. He'll be at sea before us else. O Jaques, what a blessed turn hast thou? I hope so. To have the sea between thee and this woman. Nothing can drown her tongue but a storm. By your leave, we'll get us to Paris with all speed. For on my soul, as far as Amiens, she'll carry blank. Away to Lyon Quay and ship em presently. We'll follow ye. Now could I wish her in that trunk? God shield man. I'd rather have a bear in't. Yes, I'll tell ye. For in the passage, if a tempest take ye, as many do, and you lie beating for it, then, if it please the fates, I would have the master, out of a powerful providence, to cry, Lighten the ship of all hands, or we perish. Then, this for one, as best spared, should by all means overboard presently. Of that condition, so we were certain to be rid of her. I would wish her with us, but believe me, Pedro, she would spoil the fishing on this coast for ever. For none would keep her company but dogfish, as currish as herself, or porpoises, made to all fatal uses. The two fish streets, were she but once arrived amongst the whitings, would sing a woeful misieri, Pedro, and mourn in poor John, till her memory were cast ashore again with a strong sea-breach. She would make God Neptune and his fire-fork, and all his demigods and goddesses, 
as wary of the flemish channel pedro as ever boy was of the school tis certain if she but meet him fair and were well angered she would break his godhead oh her tongue her tongue rather her many tongues or rather strange tongues her lying tongue her lisping tongue her long tongue her lawless tongue her loud tongue and her licorice many other tongues and many stranger tongues than ever babel had to tell his runes were women raised withal but never a true one enter sophocles home with your stuff again the journey's ended what does your worship mean your master o petruchio o poor fellows o jacques jacques o your master's dead his body coming back his wife his devil the grief of her has killed him killed him killed him is there no law to hang her get ye in and let her know her misery i dare not for fear impatience sees me see her more i must away again bid her for wifehood for honesty if she have any in her even to avoid the shame that follows her cry if she can your weeping cannot mend it the body will be here within this hour so tell her and all his friends to curse her farewell fellows exit sophocles oh jacques jacques oh my worthy master oh my most beastly mistress hang her split her drown her directly starve her stink upon her stone her to death may all she eat be eggs till she run kicking mad for men and he that man that gives her remedy pray heaven he may even ipso facto lose his longings let's go discharge ourselves and he that serves her or speaks a good word of her from this hour a selgy curse light on him which is pedro the fiend ride through him booted and spurred with a sithat's back Exeunt. scene three enter roland and tranio standing behind him what a dull ass was i to let her go thus upon my life she loves me still well paper thou only monument of what i have had thou all the love now left to me and now lost let me yet kiss her hand yet take my leave of what i must leave ever farewell livia o bitter words i'll read you once again and then forever study to forget ye how's this let me look better on it a contract a contract sealed and ratified her father's hand set to it and moroso's i do not dream sure let me read again the same still tis a contract tis so Roland. And by virtue of the same, you pay me an hundred pound to-morrow. Art sure, Trania, we are both alive now? Wonder not, ye have lost. If this be true, I grant it. Tis most certain. There's a ring for you, too, you know it. Yes. When shall I have my money? Stay ye, stay ye, when shall I marry her? To-night. Take heed now. You do not trifle with me. If you do, you'll find more payment than your money comes to. Come, swear. I know I am a man and find I may deceive myself. Swear faithfully. Swear me directly. Am I Roland? Yes. Am I awake? Ye yeah. are. 
am i in health as far as i conceive was i with livia you were and had this contract and shall i enjoy her yes if you dare swear to all these i will as thou art honest as thou hast a conscience as that may ring thee if thou liest all these to be no vision but a truth and serious then by my honesty and faith and conscience all this is certain let's remove our places swear it again by blank tis true i have lost then and heaven knows i am glad on it let's go and tell me all and tell me how for i am yet a pagan in it i have a priest too and all shall come as even as two testers exeunt scene four enter petronius sophocles moroso and petruchio born in a coffin set down the body and one call her out enter maria in black and jaques you are welcome to the last cast of your fortunes there lies your husband there your loving husband there he that was petruchio too good for ye your stubborn and unworthy way has killed him ere he could reach the sea if ye can weep now ye have cause begin and after death do something yet to the world to think ye honest so many tears had saved him shed in time and as they are so a good mind go with them yet they may move compassion pray ye all hear me and judge me as i am not as you covet for that would make me yet more miserable tis true i have cause to grieve and mighty cause and truly and unfeignedly i weep it i see there's some good nature yet left in her but what's the cause mistake me not not this man as he is dead i weep for heaven defend it i never was so childish but his life his poor unmanly wretched foolish life is that my full eyes pity there's my mourning dost thou not shame i do and even to water to think what this man was to think how simple how far below a man how far from reason from common understanding and all gentry while he was living here he walked amongst us he had a happy turn he died i'll tell ye these are the wants i weep for not his person the memory of this man had he lived but two years longer had begot more follies than wealthy autumn flies but let him rest he was a fool and farewell he not pitied i mean in way of life or action by any understanding man that's honest but only in's posterity which i out of the fear his ruins might outlive him in some bad issue like a careful woman like one indeed born only to preserve him denied him means to raise unbutton me i die indeed else o maria o my unhappiness my misery go to him whore if he perish i'll see thee hanged myself why why maria i have done my worst and have my end forgive me from this hour make me what you please i have tamed ye and now am vowed your servant look not strangely nor fear what i say to you dare you kiss me thus i begin my new love once again with all my heart once again maria o oh, gentleman i know not where i am get ye to bed then there you'll quickly know sir never know more your old tricks never sir you shall not need for as i have a faith no cause shall give occasion 
As I am honest, and as I am a maid yet, all my life from this hour, since ye make so free profession, I dedicate in service to your pleasure. I marry, this goes roundly off. Go, Jaquis, get all the best meat may be bought for money, and let the hogshead blood, I am born again. Well, little England, when I see a husband of any other nation, stern or jealous, I'll wish him but a woman of thy breeding, and if he have not butter to his bread till his teeth bleed, I'll never trust my travel. Enter Roland, Livia, Bianca, and Tranio. What have we here? Another Morris, sir, that you must pipe too. A poor married couple desire an offering, sir. Never frown at it. You cannot mend it now. There's your own hand, and yours, Moroso, to confirm the bargain. My hand? Or mine? You'll find it so. A trick? By a trick? Yes, sir, we tricked ye. Father. Hast thou laid with him? Speak. Yes, truly, sir. And hast thou done the deed, boy? I have done, sir. And that will serve the turn, I think. A match, then. I'll be the maker-up of this. Moroso, there's now no remedy, you see. Be willing. For be or be not, he must have the wench. Since I am overreached, let's end to dinner. And if I can, I'll drink it away. That's well said. Well, sirrah, you have played a trick. Look to it. And let me be a grandsire within twelve months, or by this hand I'll curtail half your fortunes. There shall not want my labour, sir. Your money, here's one has undertaken. Well, I'll trust her. I'm glad I have so good a pawn. I'll watch ye. Let's in, and drink of all hands, and be jovial. I have my colt again, and now she carries. And gentlemen, whoever marries next, let him be sure he keep him to his text. Exeunt Epilogue The tamer's tamed, but so as nor the men can find one just cause to complain of, when they fitly do consider in their lives they should not reign as tyrants or their wives. Nor can the women from this precedent insult or triumph, it being aptly meant to teach both sexes due equality, and as they stand bound to love mutually. If this effect arising from a cause well laid and grounded may deserve applause, we something more than hope our honest ends will keep the men, and women too, our friends. End of Act Five End of The Woman's Prize, or The Tamer Tamed, by John Fletcher